I, I see agents all the time that are like, I'm be, I'm going over here because it's 100 percent. Well, 100 percent of nothing is nothing. I have seen some 100 percent brokerages do provide so much value and resources for their agents. And I have seen some who are kind of like, well, y'all don't pay me nothing anyway. So outside of my transaction fee, I'm not helping you. Um, but. So I'm not saying that, you know, that's a great or not a great thing, but I just want you, I don't want you to only consider a brokerage because they are hundred percent brokerage, right? Like I don't only consider going out to eat because of how much the meal costs. Hey friends, I'm Rosemary Lewis, your homegirl, and I'm so excited that you are here. I do not care what it looks like on Instagram or HGTV. This whole being a realtor thing is not for the faint at heart. In 2017, I quit my job as a teacher to follow my real estate dreams and quickly found myself overwhelmed and struggling. Fast forward to today, not only have I been recognized as one of the leaders in our industry, I have actually grown a business that I absolutely love. I don't care if you're a brand new agent trying to figure out how to get started or a veteran feeling overwhelmed and just stuck. I was just like you and I totally get it. Many times I wish there was someone that I could just talk to about all the challenges I was facing. And that is why I created this space just for you. Like best friends do, I'm giving you all the tea related to navigating and thriving in these real estate streets. If I can do it, guess what? That's proof that you can too. Everything's better with friends, so let's succeed together. Welcome to the Real Estate Bestie Podcast. Well, hello there, real estate bestie friends. Listen, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 16 of the Real Estate Bestie podcast. Y'all, today we are going to have a whole conversation, okay, whole conversation because we are friends here about switching brokers. Um, Yeah, I know that many of you are at the place in your real estate career this week at that time of year, you know, um, end of November, approaching December, where you are evaluating all the things in your business. And quite naturally, one of the things that we are evaluating is that broker relationship and seeing if you are a place that is a good fit. So um, I'm going to, just like good friends do, give you some tips and things to think about as you are um, exploring and navigating the conversations with, you know, the brokers that should be vying for your attention. Um, but before I do, I want to give a shout out to Tiara, Tiara TJ23. That is your name on the review. And Tiara um, left a review on the Real Estate Bestie podcast. And she said, thank you for your honesty. I appreciate Rosemary starting this platform. She really spoke to me and also made me realize what I need to do to better myself in my business. I love it. So first of all, Tiara girl, I am your bestie. I am so grateful for you. And I'm so happy that I appreciate you leaving a five-star review um, because it means the world to me. And I'm even happier that you found this platform so that you can be supported on your real estate journey. So um, thank you. And thank you to everyone who has already given us a five-star review. And if you haven't yet, look, no problem. Just go ahead, 
you know, hit, you scroll, wherever you listening to this, just take a second, pull over, scroll, give five stars. And if you could leave a few words, an actual review, that would mean more to me than you know. Um, it just lets all the people in the podcast world know that we actually cook something up over here uh, when you are sharing and reviewing and all the stuff. So um, let's talk about the whole <gasps> wanting to switch a broker thing. And first off, I want to, I'm, I'm going to like, be like, uh, I'm going to be a devil's advocate here because I'm going to say it from two aspects. Um, so just, just go with me. You know how your friend gonna be like, I mean, you, you could wear that dress, but, but you're still cute, but still like, that's how I'm about to be. Okay. So, but I'm never about to have you out here bad. Like no good friend. I'm thinking about my best friend, Mishula. I remember at my baby shower when I was pregnant with Cameron, I wanted to wear like this tight form fitting dress. And she was like, nah, sis, it's, it's not a good look. You have to go ahead and put on them leggings. And she was not hating on me. She was, look, she was saving me from cringing at photos now that he is 11. So that's what your girl is. Like, I'm not hating on you, but I'm going to like give you two different perspectives to look at this from and just some really, um, really tangible things that you can apply to your thinking when it comes to these broker conversations. So number one, number one thing that I want to say is that um, you are not married to your broker. That's the first thing that I just want to get out there because I do know that um, and I know I know that a good portion of my listener base, not everybody, but a lot of us are women. Uh, a lot of times we are very relational based. A lot of times we um, we want to honor our commitments and we can confuse not hurting somebody's feelings with what makes good business sense for us. So I just want to let you know, I don't care if you were there when they opened the doors, if it's no longer a good fit and no longer serving you, then not only are you doing yourself a disservice by hanging around, um, you're actually doing that business a disservice by being there if you're not all in with the business. So that's the very first thing that I'm going to say. You're not married. Like Rosemary's first year in real estate. Okay. Um, I was with four brokerages and, and I'm being very generous to say first year. I'm going to say like my first eight months, I was with four brokerages. So started off with this really small boutique brokerage that um, is actually not even in existence anymore um, because my husband was there. My husband had a short stint of being a licensed realtor. Um, Corey was not about that life, but he was. So naturally when he, when I got into the business, I just went where he was, right? Um, found out within a month, like, yeah, this, like their culture, like the culture of that company, their value systems. There were just a lot of things that did not align with who I was. So it wasn't a good fit. So then I went to another brokerage, right? Which was a, a, a it was like an up and coming brokerage here in the North Dallas area. Um, still up and coming. I mean, it, it, they have numerous offices now. It was a hundred percent brokerage. So I didn't, you know, like that looked very attractive to me. Um, I didn't, know what I know now, but that looks very attractive to me. And quite honestly, I was there just a short amount of time. Um, so it worked for me while I was there. 
But what had happened was um, I met, I was introduced by one of my good friends, Johnny Collins. He is the owner of um, the title company that um, is my preferred title company. And Johnny introduced me to a young lady who would then become my team leader. I was not looking to join a team. I was looking to go pick somebody brain for free uh, just to soak up all the, I was a taker. Look, y'all, I was a taker, but I'm so happy that she took me up on that um, opportunity because um, while I thought I was just there to pick her brain, she really was interviewing me to see if I would be a good fit for her team. And I was, and I was at that team for a while, which required me to leave that second brokerage. So now I'm on brokerage number three because I joined her team and they were with that big red brokerage, right? Y'all know what I'm talking about, which no shade because they were fine. But I too was only there. Look, I think maybe I was there for maybe six weeks. Like I feel like those astronomical um, office fees came out of my account one day, but I was there for a few weeks and a few weeks into being at that brokerage, my team leader said, hey, have you ever heard of EXP Realty? Because I'm strongly considering making a move and the rest is history. Um, your girl has been with EXP now for four years, but that was after a lot of transition, right? So I'm here to tell you that it's actually easier to act to make the move than you may think it is. Now, I will say I've heard horror stories. I know that, you know, unfortunately, all brokerage owners um, don't operate in integrity and understanding that this business is fluid. And sometimes you have to make a decision that works for you. And it's not um, anything negative against their business or their brokerage. And they give you all a hard time. So definitely make sure that you are in contact with your local governing agency. Um, to find out, okay, what does that look like? What is required of me? And I'm also gonna say this, it's never, I know a lot of people think about leaving around this time. For those working agents, it's never really a good time. Like you normally always have deals on the board. So sometimes you just gotta figure out like, hey, how and when do I need to take the L so that I can get the W in the long run? So um, that's just my feedback there. Now, so uh, look, I just told you, you're not married to nobody. So don't feel compelled to stay Um in a situation that is no longer serving and you are not serving just cause, cause you don't want to hurt nobody feelings or you're not, um, you're not okay with having a tough conversation. However, this is where I'm playing devil's advocate. Look for, for many of the, the people, for many of y'all, and it sometimes it takes moving around to figure it out. For many of you, the broker is not the problem you are. Oh, she said that. I'm sorry. I'm said again, though. For many of us, you know, it's not a matter of our broker. It is our expectations of what the broker is really and truly responsible for doing for you as an agent. And like many of you, y'all know I was a teacher um, for 14 years before getting into real estate. A lot of you all, you're nurses, you are doctors, you um, have been stay at home mom, you have been in a in a you know a clerical role, you had a boss that you reported to, you had you know you went to an office that had things like paper and ink and pens for you to use. Um, so you're used to working under a boss under some sort of authority and haven't quite gotten the hang. And I understand it can be confusing because we have to be sponsored by a by a broker, but your broker is not your boss. Okay. And this is what I mean is that 
they're probably not going to just be handing you over leads with nothing. Like some, some brokers do have like lead, um, lead sources that you can purchase that you can buy into. Um, this broker is probably not going to be on the phone with you at midnight writing your first offer, you know, um, and, and you, you're not going to go into, well, some offices have different things, but you know, this is your business. That's my point. This is your business. And because it is your business, I think that some people say, oh, well, I don't have support from my broker without really understanding what that support should look like. Okay. So before you decide to leave a brokerage, I would, I would, um, encourage you to take a moment to like whip out a sheet of paper and just do a brain dump, right? Like, okay, what do, what is missing in my business? Is it mentorship? Is it lead sources? Is it knowing how to have conversations with people? Um, is it coaches the support? And some of those things, I'll be the first one to say. I'm with EXP Realty and I absolutely love EXP Realty. Shameless plug. If you want to be with them, call me. Um, Rosemary at rosemarylewis.com. But there are some things that I need for my business that are not EXP's responsibility and I have to be okay investing outside of what the brokerage offers in order to get it. But there are definitely some things that I'm looking for. So I'm going to talk to you about a couple things that um, that I want you to look for. And that's the number one, like figure out why do you want to go and what do you need? And then when you're interviewing your new broker, because they shouldn't just be interviewing you, baby, you need to be interviewing them. I always act like the buyer, like you have choices. Be clear that A, where you left doesn't have what you need and that B, where you're looking to go has what you need. So let me give you a great example. So let's just say you're like, you know what? I am looking for a mentorship program. Okay, I'll give you, this is a good one because the brokerage that I was at before I got into my team, we had a mentorship program, but that program was not robust, right? That program was kind of like, mm, call Sally when you got a question and if she's available, she'll answer. That was not true mentorship. Whereas I know that, um, you know, I feel like KW, I know that EXP um, have really robust mentorship programs, meaning that there are certain things like, first of all, the mentors are certified. So they have to go through some sort of training in order to become a mentor. They have to have a certain book of business, but then there are certain things that the broker Brokerage is looking for the mentor to do in order for it to actually qualify as a mentorship relationship. Like, you know, they you, they you, they take you to a listing appointment and model a buyer's consultation and, you know, show you how to work an open house and things like that. So be clear on what you need and what that resource looks like not just saying oh yeah we have mentorship program well can you tell me a little bit more about your mentorship program and while we're talking about mentorship programs I, I do want to speak on this for a hot second I'm about to climb on the soapbox here because one thing that grinds my gears is when um you know I had an agent not too long ago he's not not under me with exp but have a conversation with me about not wanting to pay their mentor right like they t- or use the term like taking away from 
my business. And this is, again, that employee mentality, because when you are an employee, then your coworker, Bob, you know, um, he kind of has to help you. Right. We are all independent contractors. So understand anybody that is helping you like right now, I am helping you. The fact that I'm helping and, and having this conversation with you about your business, that's, that's taken away from what? Guess what? you know, my actual production, right? And I'm doing it for the love of my heart, but a mentor at your brokerage, you know, they are earning because the time that they're taking to show you how to write a contract or support you or answer your questions is time that not only they're taking away from their business, but it's an non-renewable resource. You know, it's time that they're taking away from their families and things like that. So it should be your honor, right? Uh, Whatever the brokerage split is for the mentor, thank you so much that I don't, that I have somebody who can guide me so that I don't go out here and write these, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of contracts and be in litigation because I messed up. So I'm so grateful that I have that opportunity. So I definitely want y'all to switch your mindset about the mentor mentee relationship, but you want to make sure it's a good fit. So you want to make sure that the broker has it outlined if that's what you need and are partnering you with somebody who is going to be supportive of you. So what do you need? You know, do you need, um, do you need marketing materials? Do you need additional resources? Do you need um, mastermind groups? that are available within the brokerage. So figure out what you need. Then here's the next thing that I say. You need, well, which kind of leads to this. What are the resources that you are missing in your business? And does this um, brokerage offer it? I remember going, like when I first got into EXP, they have like a marketing center where you have like a mock listing appointment, a buyer's thing, like flyers, all these different things that we can use for marketing purposes. So we want to make sure that, you know, is the resources like, are there calls? Are there trainings? Are there how to's? Are there, you know, do you have um, someone um, upline that you can talk to? Like what are the resources that the brokerage provides? Do y'all have in-person meetups? Do you have um, cold call training or whatever? Like, hey, if I want to do pop buys, do you have trainings that teach me how to do pop buys and things like that? So make sure that you're clear on the resources that the brokerage provides. Now, here is one that I feel like is huge, um, but it's used incorrectly, is understanding the structure of the support system of the brokerage. And this is what I mean. Like, I do not expect my broker, okay? I met my real actual broker because we are a cloud-based brokerage. I have met him like one time. He was super cool. But I, if I call him like, right now to say, hey, I'm thinking, can you help me run comps? He might be like, sister, like we have all these resources, you know, all these classes, like this is something that you need. He may direct me in another way um, because the resources are available at my grab. And like, that's not the highest and best use of his time um, to show me how to run comps. However, right, if I am in the middle of a deal or I'm taking a listing and I have a question or, you know, something's confusing. I have a problem. What does the level of support look like for my broker to back me and help coach me through this difficult situation? And that's something that I want to know, like, who do I call when I have a question? Who do I call when I am going through this? Who do I reach out to when this is happening? Um, and what does that look like? What, like, what, how, what should I expect for response time? Like, 
understanding what the expectations are are going to set you up so that you're not expecting something of the brokerage that's not there and now you're frustrated and now you wish that you would have stayed with mom and pop that you left okay so definitely having some time to understand the level of support that you need and that the brokerage provides and then here is the final one people you need to understand the bottom line right what are my financial responsibilities with being with this company? And this is when I'm going to tell you that, you know, I, I see agents all the time that are like, I'm be, I'm going over here because it's 100%. Well, 100% of nothing is nothing. I have seen some 100% brokerages do provide so much value and resources for their agents. And I have seen some who are kind of like, well, y'all don't pay me nothing anyway. So outside of my transaction fee, I'm not helping you. Um, but so I'm not saying that, you know, that's a great or not a great thing, but I just want you, I don't want you to only consider a brokerage because they are hundred percent brokerage, right? Like I don't only consider going out to eat because of how much the meal costs. It's like, nah, they have the bomb, you know, shrimp over here. Uh, I know the quality is going to be great. Like, yeah, can I go to Long John Silver? Is Long John Silver still alive? Or still alive. Y'all look at me. As long as John Silver's still open, no shade. My mother in law is one of the only people I know that like religiously loved Long John Silver's. I just don't understand it. Um, so if you like Long John Silver, like no shade, but it just never was my jam. And this is what I'm saying. Like they have shrimp there, yeah, but is a Long John Silver shrimp just as good as the shrimp that you're gonna get from Eddie V's? No. Okay. So um just don't go somewhere because they are not charging much. But if you're paying, you need to know what you're paying for. You know, you need to know what you're paying for. You need to know what resources, what support. Do I get a CRM? Do I get, you know, cards? Do I get this? Do I get that? When I'm paying my monthly fees or my commission splits, what do they look like? And you have to do what makes sense for you, right? And I would I would also, um, you know, caution you to say, figure out like, is there a cap? Like, is there ever a point where even if we have a commission split, I'm no longer paying y'all a split that it caps off and I get 100% then? And, okay, and are there any other ways for me to make money with my brokerage other than just my effort with commission? Because there are brokerages out there, i.e. EXP Realty, where I'm at, where there are different ways for you to gain income um, just doing your regular real estate business, you know. So again, if you ever want to talk about that, feel free to hit me up. Um, you can hit me on Instagram at Rosemary the Realtor or email me Rosemary at Rosemary the Realtor and just put in a, like EXP questions if you want to. Uh, but again, no pressure because let me just say this. EXP is not a good fit for everybody. Okay. And if ever there is a time that EXP was no longer a good fit for me, I would go through this process that I'm encouraging you to go through to figure out what would be a good fit. Um, but right now it's been a great fit for me for the past four and a half, almost five years. I'm so excited. So yeah, I hope that this is helpful. Um, if this episode resonated with you at all, go ahead, screenshot it, throw it on social media and share it with your real life real estate bestie, because we know that there are lots of people like, and like, listen, don't just be brokerage hopping, wasting your time and wasting these brokers time, like really do your due diligence and figure out, okay, what makes sense and 
here's the next news flash like there is no penalty if you take your time with this process with these thoughts and you switch in february like nobody said that you have to switch tomorrow and then this is the last thing i'm gonna say because i know some people think this i know that my clients because i've been with exp for a while they probably are really familiar like hey rosemary is with exp but exp is not the brand that i rep I am the Rosemary Lewis group, right? Now, of course, I'm in compliance, but what I'm saying is that you make yourself memorable. I know some folks who um, have been reluctant to leave brokerages because they feel like their sign wouldn't be recognizable if they're with somebody else or something like that. And at the end of the day, your clients really don't care. What they care about is, are you serving me to the highest capacity? And are you doing that in excellence? And are you keeping you know, my goals and at, at hand and they don't care if you're doing that with exp kw century 21 or keisha them up the street um their confidence is in you as the real estate advisor so remember that you know like um you already got the sauce don't get me wrong i love my brokers they have given me so many resources and i feel truly blessed to be a part of them but they just as blessed for me to be there right so same thing for you you are blessing to the people that you are impacting. Um, and that just starts with a thoughtful decision on where you hang your license. So until next week, because y'all want to come back next week, because I am going to share with y'all some very embarrassing mistakes, including how I got fired on vacation um, in this real estate thing. So make sure that you come back next week. Give a five star review and I'll talk to you soon. Bye, y'all. If you enjoyed this episode and you have a real life bestie that you think it would resonate with, y'all do me a favor, go ahead and hit that share button because you know what? We are better together. Make sure you share the podcast and I appreciate your reviews. I appreciate you giving me five stars more than you know. I'll talk to you next week. Okay, besties, have you heard? We have a private Facebook group. Yay! Look, cue the confetti because we are over here growing the real estate bestie community with our Facebook group. So I want you to hop on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash Facebook so that you can join it because guess what? That's what we're missing. We are missing you and we are waiting and welcoming you with open arms. So let's talk about what you can get. We are going to develop relationships with other peers in the industry. We're going to support and encourage each other and give valuable resources, just a sounding board where we can grow our businesses together. So again, head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash Facebook and get in the real estate bestie community today.